Welcome to AOM Podcast. You know, I didn't even realize that technically tomorrow, because today is May 24th, it's the 45th anniversary of Star Wars A New Hope. So I just realized it probably like not even 15 minutes ago. So I didn't really have a special Star Wars episode planned. I was actually going to talk about the Obi-Wan series on Disney Plus and Stranger Things, which I'm still going to do. But first, I'm going to talk about Star Wars and New Hope. I don't have any uh, I don't have any clips or anything like I did the uh, 35th anniversary of the Beverly Hills Cop 2 episode, unfortunately, Um, because, again, I just realized it a little while ago. I do want to point out I was playing this music on Apple Music and um, it has lyrics and literally just says dun 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 like literally written out. I'm like Jesus. So yeah man 45 years for Star Wars. How about that? Um. So out of all the Star Wars films, all three, six, nine. Oh, it's like a, it's like that one song. Three, six, nine. Standing real fine. <laughs> uh, of all the Star Wars films, I got to say, A New Hope is probably one of my favorite ones. It's if not probably the favorite. I know everyone jocks Empire Strikes Back. I swear, people like Empire Strikes Back. Because of like, I don't even say nostalgia. It's really just like because it's the hip thing to do. It's like a hipster thing. Like you know, you ask him like, "Hey, what's your favorite Star Wars movie?" He's like, "Oh, The Empire, dude. Oh, the original trilogy all day, but Empire is the best, bro." Like, I get it. Empire Strikes Back is cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed the Hoth battle and stuff like that. But I mean. It's not like the dopest, I don't think. You know, people usually jock it because, you know, it has Boba Fett, which, you know, it's cool. Um, I don't know. Like, Empire Strikes Back to me is like, it's cool. Like, it's fun to watch, but I don't know if it's my favorite one. So you heard it first. Empire ain't my favorite one. Everyone's, you ask any Star Wars fan, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Empire Strikes Back. You know? Okay. <laughs> I think that'd be a fun conversation because most people, most Star Wars... Okay, listen. <clears throat> Star Wars fans are like the... They're they're the craziest. They, they, they tripping out. They act up. Uh, you know, is they're the most... And by at this point, we have like three different generations of Star Wars fans. You know, you have the original trilogy people, you have uh, some freak uh, prequel people, and then you have the the Disney sequel trilogy, I guess. Oy. Um, but man, Star Wars people get a little too crazy, and it's like I don't know, man. You gotta realize like there's more beyond the original trilogy. Like me as a Star Wars fan. You know, I like all the movies. Don't get me wrong. I like all the movies. Um, yeah, the Disney movies are like are my least favorite. 
Um, you know, I give Force Awaken a little bit of love because it's literally a recreation of A New Hope. And like I said earlier, A New Hope is one of my favorite Star Wars films. So I'll give them that. But other than that, it's like, uh, what do the Gen Z kids say nowadays is, is dog water. I don't know what the fuck that means, by the way, but I don't know if it's literally, you know, the water for dog, you know, the bowl of water that meant for the dog or something else. I've, you know, when a dog, dirty dog takes a bath, maybe I have fucking no clue. But I hear my kids say it all the goddamn time. This teenager over here, like, oh, you're dog water. Maybe I should ask. I don't even think he knows what it means, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but no, you know, it's, I just didn't care for the, 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 the sequel. I think, I think it's because they, they messed up because they had literally three different writers with the sequel trilogy and they couldn't keep their freaking story straight. You know, the original trilogy, Lucas wrote all three of them. And, you know, he drew, he directed the first one, A New Hope, and then, you know, they were, the other ones were directed by different directors. Um, which is fine, because at the end of the day, the story that was written is the same. And then even when you go to the prequels, Lucas wrote all three of those as well, and uh, and um, and directed all three of those. So, And the prequels get a lot of hate. I personally enjoy the prequels. I mean, yeah, Revenge of the Sith is probably going to be my second favorite. Um, you know, so yeah, so if you if you if you do the math there, Empire and even my top 1 or top 2. Empire will probably be my third favorite. Maybe. I haven't really ranked my Star Wars films, but I know that Revenge of the Sith and um and Empire, I mean Empire, oh my god, see, and A New Hope are like my favorite. I, and if I want to consider like the spinoffs, like Rogue One, shit, Rogue One's in the top three. So Empire's like maybe four or five. Yeah. There's probably people listening right now. Like, what? Hey, fuck it. I don't care. You know? Empire ain't that tight. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, a lot of people hate the prequels, man. And honestly, the prequels were something else. But the thing is about the prequels is that there was so much more <clears throat> characters, so much more world building, so much more settings. Like we got more of Star Wars. That's why I love I, I do love the prequel films. You know, you got a little political, sure, but it, it made sense because it was the fall of the Republic. Republic is a government in a sense. Like, you know, and then you have the rise of the empire in a sense, which is another government. So when people, I hate when people be like, oh, I didn't want to see this political crap, man. Like, bro, like that's what it is though. Like it's, it's, it's the fall of a government and the rise of another one. That's, that's literally what the, the original, the prequels were about in, and also you know, in that story, you had the rise and the fall of a, of a of a Jedi pupil, Anakin Skywalker. You know, 
You know, you had the fall of the Jedi, which serve the Republic. That's like if the Republic is the United States and, you know, all the military agencies were the, you know, what do you call it? Uh, the Jedi and this other country, you know, came and took us down. They dissolved our military forces, all our military branches, which is like the Jedi's, you know, and the, our original government of the our original country and our government of the United States is now gone. And this other country took over like that's that's what it is. That's what the original trilogy is about. So when someone says, oh, I didn't want to do this political stuff and blah, blah, blah. I was like, bro, we're the, that, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry, but that's, that's what it's all about. I mean, you look at the Clone Wars. It's literally wars. You know, you had the separatists and, again, the Republic. And in the in the background, you had the Empire being, you know, sneaky and shit. Like, pff, the Emperor. But anyways, the prequels, they established a lot of stuff that I love. Which led to the Clone Wars cartoon show, led to Rebels, um, and there's just so much more that has came from the prequels than I feel the original trilogy is. The, the original trilogy is just isolated to that story of Luke, you know, Luke and Leia. Like, mainly, that's it. Like, those Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, R2, C3PO, Vader. Like, that's the main focus of the trilogy. Seven, uh, seven characters. But even then, if you remove Chewie and the freaking um, the droids, I mean, in reality, is only four characters. You're really focused on Han, Leia, Luke, and Vader. You know, yeah, you have the Emperor jump in there and stuff like that. But I mean, that's that's what it's about. Where the prequels opened up all kinds of floodgates. You know, and then the sequels just wanted to be nostalgic. They wanted to, you know, give you all those like, oh, I remember that. Oh, that's so cool. You know, like, fuck that, dude. I'm done with that stuff. Even now, like Mandalorian's dope and, and, uh, and, you know, the book of both, it was okay. But it's like, why is it always got to tie to the damn Skywalkers? You know? I mean, most of the stuff that's in Mandalorian is drawn from, you know, because John, John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni, they're, they, Dave Filoni specifically, you know, did the Clone Wars and helped do Rebels. And that's where we're getting a lot of tips, getting Ahsoka and all this. That's all shit that you got from the prequels. It happened because of the prequels. So, again, I love the prequels. I don't care what anybody says. But anyways, the main focal point here is Star Wars, the very first film. Originally titled Star Wars. Um, it released 1977, written and directed by George Lucas. Um, this movie had absolutely no faith put into it. Um, it was a sci-fi movie in the late 70s. Like, nobody thought it was going to do anything good. I mean, that's how Lucas was able to secure all the merchandising rights. Like, he, he came up with the biggest deal of his life because there was no faith in this movie that was going to be remotely successful um and you know he did things that the, the thing i i love about this movie not just because it was you know it's entertaining it's star wars it's a child's fantasy sci-fi story it's all the innovative technology that went into making it in that time like that is huge like if you I remember going to Paramount's Great America. Again, Paramount's Great America. I haven't been to Great America since Paramount's left or 
drop that. But anyways, there was a, there, they had a little auditor, uh, auditorium, like a little IMAX screen, one of the first IMAX screens I've ever seen where you can go. And it was literally just a making of the movie, like just behind the scenes and stuff like that. It was like one of the earliest versions of behind the scenes stuff. And seeing how they made it, you know, how they made like these little miniature models and, you know, the camera work. And then, you know, Lucas forming his own visual effects company, Industrial Light and Magic, now known as ILM, which is pretty much, you know, excuse me, I've been drinking my beer and it's messed me up. And, you know, which is pretty much now like. I think Disney owns it, of course, and stuff like that. So they've done so many things, and it was just very innovative. You know, uh, I absolutely loved it. And the thing is that sucks. I wish they released the original trilogy, um, the theatrical version. Um, I think it's gotten so diluted and lost in time that people don't realize how, like, you know, unpolished the film the original star wars films were especially the first one um you know obviously they made the special editions in the 90s um where lucas went back and kind of redid them to uh, basically you know include things that he didn't have at that time in terms of technology um added a lot more cgi to it added a lot more you know things and like continuous like they kept changing it like even when they released it on dvd he changed it a bit blu-ray you know it just kept upgrading and upgrading and upgrading where in some cases it just some scenes just don't fit it because the original film was you know back then and then the the cg just didn't translate too well so it kind of looks a little funky nowadays um but overall you know it, it worked it was fine um they released the uh the special editions on the 20th anniversary of star wars which was 1997 so and i got to see it in theaters so i did get to experience that in theaters at least because i wasn't i was uh the movie came out 10 years before i was even a thought so you know what i'm saying um so yeah i got to experience it in theaters but it was a special edition but no i mean this this i really want to see the original theatricals i think you I think honestly, I think truthfully, I think Disney now, Disney 20th Century Fox, whatever, or whoever has control of the films to release it, I think they're afraid to show it with all its blemishes and, you know, unpolishedness and stuff like that. So they'd rather just like, nope, we're not going to do that, Um, which is a shame. Now you can still find them on VHS. I believe I have Return of the Jedi on VHS still, but um, the, the, the theatrical one. Um, but I don't have the first two. I have the I have all three of them on VHS. The special editions when they came out widescreen, because back then that was a thing. You know, now it's like DVD, Blu-ray. Back then it was like VHS. You had one media VHS, but then you had full screen or widescreen. Which which one did you want? Which format? <clears throat> so, but anyways, um, yeah, like I just love the innovation that went into this film. Um, and you know way ahead of its time but with that the reason why i want people or at least the movie people to get away from it kind of ties to the disney plus series that's premiering this friday may 27th obi-wan kenobi Uh, i'm not going to fully chime in that just yet um and i'll that's kind of like a little separate topic from here um but the thing is with this story is like it's so isolated to its own thing i just want it to be left alone 
Like I, I, I truly just want this this movie, this trilogy, just leave it alone. Like no more. If you want to continue Star Wars, continue it. But f- by all, like for the grace of God, just do something else. Write something else. Like there's so many characters, there's so many like planets, there's so many things to come up with something original. Like enough with having to see Luke, Leia, Han. Like it, we're done. Like it's done. It's been beaten to death that like Star Wars is not just Luke Skywalker or the Skywalker family for that matter outside of Vader because Vader's dope and I would love to see more Vader. But like I'm done with Skywalker. I true with Luke. I, I, I truly am. Like you saw him in Mandalorian. I'm like, I'm fucking done, dude. Like I'm it's, it's over. Like the time has passed. You had a chance to make a, a a sequel trilogy film and really utilize Luke well. You fucked that up. You made him this like grumpy ass hermit or whatever the hell you were doing, drinking out of fucking some type of sea animal tits for milk. And I don't know what was going on in the Star Wars movies, the the new trilogy, you know, Last Jedi and whatnot. Like it's just it's over, dude. Like it's done. Like don't like if you can't if if they're too afraid to recast them. You know, because they're using like the CGI models in uh, in Mandalorian. Like, if you're too afraid to just recast Luke and have a different actor play Luke, then that's it. Like, if you don't want to recast him, then that's it. Don't use him anymore. Is done. Is done. All right, Mark Hamill's old as hell. He ain't looking like Luke in yesteryears. It's just not happening anymore. Like, just just fucking be done with it. So I don't know. That's just what's really bugging me with Star Wars right now and how Disney's handling it. It's like just just stop with this nostalgia and having to like have it connect to the fucking original trilogy. Like it's over with, man. All right. Anyways, done with that rant. So I'll be back on it in a few minutes. But anyways, um, no, I really love the first movie. Um, they retitled it it's episode four, New Hope, because again, at the time they just made it, you know, Here's Star Wars, an epic space opera in 1977 that nobody had any faith in. Um, but uh, it was it's good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I really love this film. Um, and yeah, I, I just... It, it was... It's When I think of sci-fi and I think of things like that, going to other, you know, traveling space and whatnot, yeah, Star Wars is definitely, like, the first example of that. Now, don't get me wrong, there's been so many other... Uh, properties and media things out there that have done it you know i don't i, I want to say better but it's like it, it's all on the same page like you know star trek has done some cool shit um i don't know there's a lot of other little sci-fi one-off things that they've done well freaking video games have done a good job like mass effect and stuff like that but everything takes inspiration from uh from star wars like at the end of the day, Star Wars was the first one to really, you know, demonstrate that. Um, but yeah, 45 years, great film. I absolutely love it. Um, I highly recommend it to everyone. I'll be more than happy to get on here and debate with people on which one's their favorite. Again, it's a personal opinion, but still doesn't matter. <laughs> Empire sucks. No, I'm just playing. Empire doesn't suck. It's just not. It's just not. Like it barely makes my top five. Um, the other thing, too, is music. I love the music. John Williams. Fantastic. Fantastic. You know, uh, Steven Spielberg recommended John Williams to uh, to Lucas, John uh, George Lucas, and he went ahead and uh, made beautiful music to even now. 
with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Going to be having uh, uh, John Williams return. Homeboy's old as fuck, too. Like, let me see. Where did I have it right now? I, just, I was just looking at it. This dude's 90 years old. I mean, granted, he's a composer, but still. Like, damn. Damn. 90 years old, making it happen. Um, but yeah, I love, I love a lot of what, uh, what this film was and what it is. And, um, to this day, it's, 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 it stands the test of time, I guess you can say. Uh, I want to transition to the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, cause initially, like I said, I wanted to talk about this and Stranger Things. Now, I think it's funny Originally, the show was supposed to come out, I want to say, today or tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? So, yeah, it was supposed to come out on the 25th, the actual 45th anniversary, but they delayed it by two days. I forgot the reason why. Probably just editing stuff still. Um, but I want to say that um, it's interesting they decided to push it and release on the 27th when that is the same day Netflix is releasing uh, season four, part one of Stranger Things on the twenty seventh. So it's gonna be interesting. Not really, but you know, uh, because of the delay, they are releasing uh, t- the first two episodes on the twenty seventh. So we'll be able to see the first two. Hopefully, they're an hour long. I don't think they've confirmed exactly the length of these episodes. Um, with Disney, they have been, or Disney Plus shows, whether it's Star Wars or um, the Marvel shows, they have been severely inconsistent or maybe consistent of like having ones like 30 minutes, ones 40 minutes, ones an hour, ones 27 minutes. Like, what the hell, dude? So make up your mind. Um, granted, uh, Moon Knight was fairly consistent, almost an hour each episode. So hopefully they go along those. Uh, they're only doing six episodes. So we'll have the first two on the 27th, followed by every Wednesday going forward. So June 1st, June 8th, June 15th, June 22nd will be the finale. Um, Deborah Chow will be directing all six of these episodes. So that's kind of a first um, because for the most part, they've always had a different, um, what do you call it, a director for each, almost every episode. Um, again, no time on how long they are. Uh, the only thing we can say is that this uh, series will take place uh, 10 years after episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Um, obviously, it will be character driven and focus on um, Ewan McGregor's, uh, what do you call it, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so we'll see Luke when he's 10 years old. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And so there's two things here. I wanted to point out. First one is the toxicity of the fans. Uh, Hayden Christensen is returning to play Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. And this guy, poor guy, like, listen, I am old enough to remember when the prequels were coming out, especially episode two and three. That's when Hayden Christensen uh, essentially played Anakin. And again, Fans were toxic when the sequels came. This uh, the sequel trilogy came out here with Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and all that. Guess what? They were toxic back then too. Again, I'm old enough to remember this stuff. They 
hated on these movies. They hated on Hayden Christensen. They hated on, you know, other, uh, the other actor that played as Anakin in the first one. Oh my God. It's just toxic, man. Star Wars fans are something freaking else. Don't get me wrong. It's not all of them, but Jesus. And I'm telling you, Hayden Christensen got it bad to the point where it kind of derailed his career a little bit. I think he did a couple of movies on his own, not star Wars, but then he just kind of fell off the thing and even coming back, he was very hesitant. And so they've been doing a lot of press recently and you know, everyone's like adoring him. Everyone's excited to see him. I liked him from the very beginning. Like I thought he was cool. You know, I thought, I thought he fit well, especially in revenge of the revenge of the Sith. I was like solid dude. Um, but yeah, man, like, and he even made a comment to where it's like, you know, it was, um, you know, the, it was very difficult. Like my first, the first years of making these Star Wars films, like I just really didn't want to do anything. But now like coming back and just how much love I'm getting, it's like, it's, it's so great to finally get that. Like, even though it took like, you know, 10, 15 years later to get that. And like, that was fucking sad, but he's aware of it. Everybody, like most people who were paying attention, they they were aware of it. Like, dude, people hated on Hayden Christensen. Said like the dude can't act and all this shit. Like that's fucked up. So I'm happy he's back. I'm happy he decided to do it. Um, I'm really pumped to see him. Um, uh, I really am a I'm a supporter of him. I like the Zanakin again. I like the prequels. Um, so that's cool. We're gonna see that. The problem I have with Obi-Wan Kenobi series and kind of alluding a little bit earlier is I want the new hope to just be left alone is that they're adding so much more story now. We're adding more story to connect. And again, this came out in 1977, 45 years ago. Lucas probably did not anticipate all the shit that's happening now, all these spinoffs and all these things. I'm pretty sure he thought of making a trilogy and then at some point said, I want to make another three that's before and then I will make another three that's after, you know, and that's about it. And then that's that, that no more. Um, obviously, that didn't fully, fully happen the way he wanted it. Um, so, no, man, like, like, I get technology is better, and I get we're starting to make our these characters, you know, they're super pop culture now, super mainstream, and we want to, like, see them do cool shit. Like, I want to see Vader do some dope shit, but it's got to make sense. So my big issue is the continuity between what's happening now and then at some point getting to the point of a new hope, because at the end of the day, we know how it ends, right? We know where it leads to. So it's almost getting to a point like I'd rather them remake the original trilogy and have them separate. So that way we can get it with all the updated fucking stories and all these characters and all these things like. You know, we had Ahsoka happen and they had to like write it in a way where how she got like disbanded from the Jedi Order and she like became like a recluse and, you know, rebels tried to continue that story. And then the original trilogy happens, the biggest event ever, the Emperor dies and the Empire falls. And then it's like, okay, and then Ahsoka pops back after like there's just too much of a gap that these characters, these stories that they are, it wouldn't make sense. Like it wouldn't make sense for Ahsoka to disappear during the original trilogy you know and now it's like we're trying to they're trying to fit little stories in between the lines in between the little years of things but it's like that doesn't make sense like you know we never again i understand 
it, it was it came out years years later after the fact but still it's like move on from that like take us somewhere where we don't know take us to the unknown of things we don't need to do that or if you are going to write it and connect it to something already established like do it right where it makes sense like i, I love rogue one right Rogue One's a good movie, but I, I, as much as I love the scene of Vader at the end of the movie, I, I at the same time fucking hate it because it's supposed to literally take place like hours, minutes before A New Hope. We see him doing all this crazy shit by himself, taking on, you know, all these uh, uh, rebels and everything, you know, badass. And then next, you know, it's like, okay. You see him in a new hope and he's just like walking there with his hands in his waist, like Oh, good job, stormtroopers. Good. Let's go uh let's go find these plans. They gotta be here somewhere, guys. I don't know. Fuck it. You know, and it's like what? And then like, you know, the dialogue doesn't fully match up at times. Like, you know, I know you got the plans, Princess. No, man, we're just like this little like political party thing. We're just driving by. Like, bitch, I just saw you. Up in up in this planet area where we was like having this big war. What are you talking about right now? Like it just doesn't add up, man. And now you got Obi, you know Obi Wan and Darth Vader gonna fight again, unless it's a flashback scene. But that doesn't make sense either way. So ten years later they're gonna fight. So then you know it's gonna jump another eight years because technically A New Hope takes place eighteen years maybe after Revenge of the Sith when Luke is eighteen. So it's like. Or nine seventeen? I don't even know how Luke is in that one. So it's like, what the hell? You know, and then it's just so much continuity issue that kind of drives me. It drives me a little crazy. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll sometimes sit there and I'll just appreciate it, ignore it. Um, that's pretty much what I have to do with Obi-Wan. I just got to pretend like a new hope doesn't exist while I watch the new series. But it, <sighs> me, who uh, sometimes I like to pay attention to detail, it's just going to bug me. But I am excited for the show. Like, I do want to see and everything. It's just like I said, I just got to pretend like a new hope doesn't exist. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's all new. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, again, I am excited uh, to see what they do. It's going to have a lot of uh, connectivity to, like, Rebels, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. Um uh maybe clone wars it's just there's going to be that world establishment which i'm pretty excited for um because again i love the prequels and i love most of the stories that have come that have spawned off of the uh the prequel trilogy i think there's some really good stories there and really good characters so yeah man i'm like really excited to see what they do but yeah may 27th this friday first two episodes hopefully they're an hour long each um I haven't really paid too, 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 too much attention to the the show outside of the, the two trailers because I want to be surprised. But, um, you know, nowadays everything gets spoiled. But, um, but yeah, happy 45th for Star Wars A New Hope. And hopefully we get a good uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. The other uh, thing, like I said earlier, releases on the 27th, The Stranger Things. Now, I'll take, I'll talk a little bit about this one. Um, I'm excited. I'm really curious where they're going to go with. I feel like there's so much to tell in such a short period of time. Um, Netflix did release the, um, where did my notes go? Jesus. Netflix did release the, um, 
whatchamacallit, some of the episode length on, uh, like, uh, episode runtimes. Oof. This is going to be something else. So they're breaking it into two parts, which is very interesting, because my understanding is they're going to do one more season. So they will do a, a full five seasons of Stranger Things. So this one's season four, and they're breaking into two parts. They have announced that the first part, part one, which releases this Friday, will have, um, oh, the whole entirety of the season four, or yeah, season four is nine episodes. Nine episodes, um, and part one will have seven. So the first part will have all seven episodes, which they've already released what they're called and everything. So uh, I don't recommend uh, reading them if you don't want to get any type of spoilers or potential like ideas on what it's supposed to be. And then volume two, which is part two of season four, releases July 1st, and it's the last two episodes. Now, here's the kicker for you guys. Because you have, I want to say, like four different story arcs going. You have... Obviously, Eleven figuring out her thing. You have the, uh, what did you call it? I forgot their names, but they all went to California. Um, damn it. Hold on. I, like, literally drew a brain fart. Uh, so, Joyce, Will, and his brother. What was his brother's name? Uh, what was his brother's name? Jonathan. They all went, and Eleven, they all went to California um, we know that John Harper or Jim Harper, David Harper, he's uh, in Russia. Um, and then the other, most of the other ones stayed in Hawkins. So you got their whole thing. And then you got like the new villain, which we don't really know if it's the same one from the previous one from the other side or what the mind flare character. So we got a lot of stuff going on and they're trying to pack it into nine episodes. So I was thinking like, okay, nine episodes, how long are they going to be? So Netflix release their length times. So on average, episodes one through six are about an hour and 15 minutes. So that's episodes one through six, an hour and 15 minutes. Episode seven, which was like kind of quote unquote the finale of part one, is an hour and 38 minutes. Like, okay, damn, pretty decent length. Part two, episode eight and nine, eight is an hour and 25 minutes. And then episode nine is two hours and 30 minutes. So basically episode, uh, what do you call it? Eight and nine is like four hours almost. That's crazy. I mean, honestly, if you really think about it, if there were an hour, if there were an hour each, I mean, it's like a 12 episode season. I don't know why they just do 12 episodes instead of nine, but for whatever reason they decided to do nine. Um, so yeah, those are freaking long. It's crazy. Like it's like mini movies. At least the uh, episode. Uh, well, no, episode seven, eight, nine. I mean, that's most movies are like ninety minutes, and then uh, one hundred and twenty minutes. You got the two hour ones. So I'm very curious to see how this pans out. Um, again, I'm really excited to see where they go with it. I mean, obviously, uh, dude. Like I seen the trailer, and I'm just like, damn. Do these kids like? They happened to go through like the Avengers and uh, Infinity War blip. They like aged five years because they all look older as hell. You know, um, I don't know if they establish how much time has gone by. And let me see if I can bring that up real quick. Uh, Stranger Things season four. Let's see if Wiki knows anything. Um, 
because it looks like a lot of time has passed. So, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's only been six months. <laughs> what? It's only been six months since the Battle of Starcourt. Shut the hell up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, these kids look like, it looks like two, like a, two years have gone by. Because literally in real life, two years have gone by. They they delayed season four because of COVID and all that. Oh, my God. That's funny. But anyways, yeah. So I guess six months since then. And um, fudge, man. We'll see where they go with it. I I don't know. But I'm excited. I think season season three was cool. Season one was dope. Season two was kind of whack. I mean, it had some good moments. Don't get me wrong. Season two um, had a couple cool moments, but I mean, I can consolidate it to like maybe four episodes, and that's like that's all I need to watch. Um, three was cool. It was action packed, a little more involved, a lot more characters. And the other thing, there's just so many characters now. So, and they're introducing more characters in this one. So it's like, Jesus, you know, you just keep putting more and more. But I guess it makes sense. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna go again. I'm not gonna go into full detail or anything about it because um, I've been staying away from all information. They even released like uh, eight minute, the first eight minutes of episode one. I'm like, well, why? Just I'm just gonna wait till Friday. I'll just wait till Friday. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very, I'm very excited to see what they, uh, what they got in store for us. And uh, these are gonna be very long episodes. And then uh, after that, like I said, we'll have season five, and then that's it they're concluding it so i'm kind of predicting we might have some some pretty in-depth deaths that's the only thing i will say i kind of feel like they'll officially kill off some people uh it's only i mean they're making they're and i I don't mean in just like anybody like i mean as far as the core cast i i have a feeling someone's gonna die if not two people um, they're introducing a lot more characters, which most likely are going to be expendable. I, I can see them being very expendable. Some of these other main characters, but, um, yeah, I, I truly think that they're going to, I truly think that they're going to kill some people off. So we'll see where that takes us. Um, Yeah. The only other thing I want to bring up real quick, uh, Disney Plus, if you have it, check out, check out Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> uh, saw it when it came out, uh, watched it as a family, and man, it was a blast. We all enjoyed it. Uh, Easter egg, cameo, nostalgia galore. Like, it's like a vomit of all that stuff. Um, there's so much Easter eggs. And the cool thing is that they like got not only like Disney properties, which now has expanded so much with all Disney, all 20th century Fox, Marvel, star Wars, all that stuff. But like they were able to get a lot of properties that they don't own that are from other pictures. Um, including, I guess you can say spoiler, but one, it kind of played a, semi-pivotal not really pivotal but like you know decent 
decent screen time, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. But it's a very specific Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, it's the Sonic the Hedgehog if you followed the first film when it was uh, first announced in the first trailer release. There was a very unique character design of Sonic that received tremendous backlash. And thankfully, Paramount Pictures listened and they re went back to the drawing board and redesigned Sonic and redid the movie. They delayed the movie a couple months just so they can do all that. And it was the best decision they ever made, if I do say so myself. Like, I love the Sonic movies, but man, if it had the original design, I, I, Dios mío. So that original design makes a pretty, pretty awesome uh, appearance. <clears throat> What's cool is that. You know, the movie was made um, by uh, kind of the Lonely Islands, if you wish. If you know the Lonely Islands, you know, there's parody music and whatnot. Um, Andy Samberg. Um, the hell's his name? Something Akiba. I forgot his name. But anyways, uh, here, wait. I have it right here for you guys. Come on. Come on down. Um, Akiba Schaefer and then Jorma Tacone. So Akiva Schaefer, he's the one who actually directed uh, the Chippendales movie. And he was able to uh, basically get the approval to use a lot of these characters um, from other properties and stuff like that. Um, essentially, probably for free in most cases. I mean, he may might have had to pay a little bit of bill. But um, the main agreement thing was just that they had to be, they could, the characters that were being licensed, you know, uh, approved to use they were not um they had to make he made the promise that we're not going to make fun of your of the characters so that's how they were able to um, authorize the use of them through uh, disney's legal team um to appear in the film is just a uh, shafer director writer he's like we're not going to make fun of the characters we're going to use them you know properly um and for the most part yeah they did they did like um, if anything, the only ones that were kind of made fun of was like Disney owned stuff. Um, everyone else was kind of handled properly. I would say so. They were more just like an appearance, like, Oh, they're there. Or they had a quick thing or something. Um, Sonic was the only one that had like actual, a lot of stuff to do with it. But even then it wasn't like made fun of It actually made you more. They try to make it more like sympathetic. Like you feel bad for the character, <laughs> but uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, really fun movie. It's uh, I call it a spiritual successor to uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I loved watching that movie when I grew up. It was one of those first movies back then where it had like this hybrid of uh, live action and animation, uh, hand drawn animation mixed into it. Um, so it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty cool to uh, to see a movie like that. I mean, there's been movies like that since. But this one was very much like in tune with the uh, with that art, that idea that humans and cartoons like live unanimously, like they they live hand you know, side by side, and it's it wasn't a strange thing. Um, so it was pretty awesome to uh, to see a film like that. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure uh, Roger Rabbit and Jessica appear in the movie. I just have to go back and watch it because I didn't see it, but it, they have said that they are in the film um, or at least maybe that I did see it, but I just can't think of it right now. 
Um, so yeah, it's definitely, like I said, it's a good movie to watch. I was very surprised. I thought it was going to be kind of stupid and kind of tank, but no, it was actually, it was very entertaining. Um, I think, uh, uh, John, uh, Milani who plays as chip and Adney Sandberg who played as, uh, Dale, they, it, it worked really well. Like their voices wasn't really annoying. It went with the characters. I mean, obviously you have some cameos of them sounding like their original selves as chipmunks in the, uh, cartoon back in the day. But, um, yeah. Uh, Will Arnett's in there, which is hilarious. Um, a lot of characters, J.K. Simmons, Seth Rogen, Keegan, Michael Key, Eric Bana. Um, it was pretty good. It was good. So, yeah, I recommend it. Um, honestly, if I were to give it a rating, in terms of fun, you know, just having a good time watching it, having some popcorn, kicking it with the family and everything, I give it an 8.5. Like, it's just a fun movie to watch. It really is. Not being all over analytical or anything like that, just being simply just watching a movie to enjoy and have fun with the family. Yeah, I'll give it an 8.5. Um, so, yeah, I recommend it watching it. You can watch it by yourself, but if you have a family, have some kids, definitely check it out. It's a great movie. Um, otherwise, just in general, if you want to be nostalgic and just kind of see all these cameos and be like, oh, my God, look at this, look at that, look at that, you know. But, yeah. So, with that, I'm trying to see. Where is the right music? I'm just like totally killing time. So yeah, so um, anniversary Star Wars: A New Hope. Um, you'll probably if, uh, I'm doing this on the 24th. The anniversary is 25th. So if you're listening to us later tonight, if you're listening to today tonight. You'll see a lot of postings tomorrow of Star Wars, most likely, on social media. If you're listening to this uh, on the 25th tomorrow, then if you're wondering, why is there so many Star Wars posting? That's why. Because it's the anniversary. Um, and so forth. But uh, anyways. Yeah. And then check out Stranger Things and uh, Obi-Wan uh, this uh, Friday. I'm going to have to figure out what I'm... I'm thinking I'm going to watch Obi-Wan because it's two episodes, you know? Knock them out real quick. And then uh, and then I'm going to somehow have to binge uh, Star Wars. I got Actually, no, I can't watch it. God damn it. I'm going to go see Top Gun Friday night. I'm going to have to watch this Obi-Wan after. And then uh, Saturday... Oh, that's right. This Saturday, uh, I'll be recording, uh, posting it most likely Sunday um, or Saturday late night. But Memorial Day special episode, I teased it in the last one. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun going to my brother's place. We're going to have a three, uh, technically including my brother, four military, um, you know, active duty, reserve, uh, military members on the cast. This episode is being, it has been produced uh, in terms of like, dialogue questions things like that by my brother so it's very interesting it's gonna be the one of the first times that i'll be doing like kind of a structured episode so it'll be a little interesting i'm not probably gonna deviate from it most likely <laughs> but uh, i'm really excited for that so stay tuned for that if you want to check it out i don't know what to expect i mean i'm again it's military people man um it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be outlandish it might get real it might get political i have no idea um so it'll be very interesting to uh 
to see how that goes. Uh, but that will be happening Saturday. And again, I'll either post it late night Saturday or um, Sunday. So if uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, so yeah, that leaves me wondering when I watch Stranger Things, probably Saturday morning or Sunday. But either way, uh, thank you for joining me today and listening. Again, go watch Star Wars. Stay tuned for uh, Stranger Things, Obi-Wan, and stay tuned for that uh, Memorial Day episode. I'll leave you with a little bit of Anakin versus Obi-Wan.